Comparing Medigap to Medicare Advantage is very difficult. You can see a lot of information and a lot of articles. Sometimes the articles tell you some of the truth, but they leave out important facts. I'll explain coming up next. Last week, I've been conducting seminars for the State Bar of Michigan. In other words, elder law attorneys come to me in order to get certain information for themselves and for their clients. The fact of the matter is that the amount of crossfire on the debate between Medicare Advantage and Medigap is crazy. It's difficult. I'm not going to kid you. It's very difficult because facts are given to you in fragments. The fragments are not fully put together for you. There can be reasons for that. The person that gives it to you could be biased. The company may not be able to say or be able to compare things directly for you do for regulatory purposes, which is true. A Medicare, you never see a Medicare Advantage company say, I'm better than the other Medicare Advantage company because of XYZ. Federal regulations disallow it. So that leaves you in a very difficult situation, which is my job. I weed this out for you so that you can understand the differences so that you are comfortable with the choice that is ultimately yours. From that point, I take orders. If you want a red dress, you get a red dress. Full stop. I will make sure that you get the red dress that fits you best at the price that fits your budget. This is, a bu this is a financial decision. You are parting with your money. You're getting a set of benefits. My sole goal, so that you're satisfied that that comparison is the best balance for you, your health situation, your financial resources, not only today, but going forward. And that's part of this because the world is going to change. The world is going to change. It already has changed. It continues to change. The rules, the stresses on the Medicare system will continue to persist. Just do the simple math. 63, 64 million Medicare beneficiaries, 10,000 people a day. That'll keep going for the next decade with changes along the way and the stresses that accompany that. And that was before COVID. Is it really hard? Is that when very credible parties give out reports or publicize stuff to the general public? And here is a very, very good example. So KFF in your upper left-hand corner from on this page here from the internet is Kaiser Family Foundation. Let me first state up front that there is no higher authority as far as credible party in reporting facts around health insurance, health care services, and pricing around it, right? You will not see me take out my slingshot to fire a pebble at KFF in general. Highly qualified. There's no faking 
the author's qualifications to write this article. I wouldn't dare. In this article, it says cost-related problems are less common among beneficiaries in traditional Medicare than in Medicare Advantage, mainly due to supplemental coverage. Okay. So, and what this article says down here, it keeps going down. It says 42% of Medicare Advantage in Medi are in Medicare Advantage. Going up to 50, no question about that. I think that that's baked in the cake. Now, by the way, that's no surprise to CEOs of health insurance companies. It does, it does tell you why. The commercials, the mail, the number of new entrants, that is a one-way train. It's not going backwards anytime soon. And it is the biggest difference between the first edition of my book, Maximize Your Medicare, that I set out in 2013 to now. Medicare Advantage has improved notably, and the competitors are also adding fuel to the fire by adding benefits at a rapid pace in order to win in a very com hyper competitive world. The flip side to that is that it makes the choice for you, the consumer, even more difficult. So pick your poison in that, but let's just take a, and the thing here is now you're, you're saying, okay, how do I decide? How do I decide? How do I decide? And you look through the internet, look through, and maybe some of the very curious of you are looking at certain data. We're going to get to the ripple effect at the end of this video. Be sure to watch to the end. This is not a book report, okay, where I'm talking, talking about like a think tank of people who are, you know, equally qualified and equally educated as I. That's not my point. Let's just talk about this. Our analysis uses data from the 2018 Current Beneficiary Survey. Okay, fine. Oh, key findings. One in six beneficiary reported a cost-related problem in 2008 with a somewhat lower rate among traditional beneficiaries than Medicare Advantage, attributed to a lower rate of cost-related problems amongst, among the majority of traditional Medicare beneficiaries with supplemental coverage. What in the world does that mean? In plain spoken English, what this means is if you require substantial health care services due to Medigap's coverage terms and conditions, you're responsible for the Part B deductible. From that point, testing in whatever it would be, durable medical equipment, ongoing testing, doctor number one, doctor number two, doctor number three, when you add up the out-of-pocket costs under Medigap, it's basically the Part B deductible only. That said, you are paying a higher premium. To give you an idea, and let's just use a generic number, let's call it middle America, 66-year-old female, you're talking about the low $100 a month. So if you multiply that by 12, you're talking about $1,400, $1,500 in premium, plus the Part B deductible. So you see about $1,600. Even if everything went wrong, that's your cost limit, your financial responsibility under Medigap. It keeps going down here, and the article then says 
that the smaller share of black and now we're talking about inequities in our society for those of you who don't believe that there are inequities in society please go to other channels no problem um a smaller share of black beneficiaries in traditional medicare than in medicare advantage fine so the point here is that the share of and here's this graph smaller share of beneficiaries than reported cost related problems mainly due to supplemental coverage so i've already reviewed for you how medigap would work what about medicare advantage so under medicare advantage you know i write extensively about it in maximize your medicare and how to think through all the moving parts in summary you've got to understand the network so that when you go to see dr x three counties away that that person accepts your insurance at the lowest possible cost, period. In addition to that is a very important thing, which is that by far the premium can be zero or way lower than under Medigap. So let's take the $0 Medicare Advantage plan, and this can be HMO or PPO. Again, the, these little terms need to be understood. Crazy people write books. You can watch other videos. Oh, be sure to like and subscribe. Anyway, here we go. <clears throat> if you take a look at this graph, you'll see all these things and you'll see that, okay, you've got these price related issues and that what ends up happening is that the orange bar is all, is higher than this second column, which is traditional Medicare without suppl with supplemental coverage. So you can see it is higher, right? 19 is higher than 12 overall. Fine. You know I'm about to say but, right? Give me a moment. We'll we'll start on that. But you know what this doesn't say? This is looking at one singular year. One year, 2018. That's it. It's not talking about that person in 2019. It's not talking about that person in 2017. It's not talking about that person in 2016. So during that one year, yes, it is entirely possible. That is my experience anecdotally, which is that, you know, if you get hospitalized and you have to go to the inpatient hospital and you've got Medicare Advantage, they're going to assign you an inpatient hospital copay per day. That is going to exist. And if you rack up the number of copays, doctor's office visit, testing, <clears throat> testing, MRI, x-ray. When you add all of that up, can it exceed, can it exceed the $1,600 that I mentioned a few minutes ago? The answer to that is yes. And that explains this graph. Yeah. What about last year? What about two years ago? Because during those two years also, you've saved the $1,400 each of the year. So now, who are you? You're Miss Perfect. Five foot nine, 135 pounds, no medications, sleeps, you know, 15 hours a day, etc. Never been sick, never go to the doctor. All your extended family lives to 200 years old. You know, there's not, the, the probability of you being ill is just not great. And oh yeah, by the way, that person, for whatever financial reason, lives check to check. 
let's take another example. Let's say your average, right? In other words, you have retirement income, social security. You don't quite live check to check, but you do have huge dental costs. And in order to access the supplemental dental benefits, you need to be a Medicare Advantage policy owner, thereby accessing dental insurance, which saves you thousands of dollars. This graph here. While it's correct for that year, it makes no mention of there are multiple years. We don't live in one year time frame, right? We live over a decade, two decades. We're trying to think about the long term. This is a snapshot. I'm not saying the snapshot is wrong. In that instance, in that specific instance, if you have to go to the hospital, if you're, you have a health scare and you need diagnosis, then can this happen? Yes. That ignored all the other scenarios where this wasn't true. It ignores it entirely, number one. Number two, as I just pointed out by the two examples, it ignores the other situations where for your specific situation that you have a different priority set. Not my job to tell you what you should do with your hard-earned money. The point of the video here is you need to evaluate what is, uh, is your responsibility what I, and the reason for all the videos here on the channel is to make sure that you get an even-handed explanation. Even-handed, right? 42% on Medicare Advantage. What, all 42% are, are like, you know, un, uninformed, are dissatisfied. If all 40% would be dissatisfied, it's not 40% anymore, I promise you, because you can switch out and for the people who can pass medical underwriting or know the side doors, special enrollment periods, different access to guaranteed acceptance into Medigap, of which I've spoken or written about. But you can understand my point. The, from my perspective, do I think that it's possible for 42% of 60 plus million to be completely wrong? No, I just don't. When I look at YouTube ads, when I look at other YouTube videos, when I look on Google, under Google search, I find lots of groups trying to be advocates, say, we're here for you. But instead, what I find is bias. What I find is the same type of behavior, meaning not fully taking into account the fact that your personal situation can be very different and therefore what's best for you may not be from the article, from the ad, and from a biased YouTube video. Just saying. I'm Jay. This is the Much More Than Medicare YouTube channel. Be sure to like and subscribe. Don't forget GH2 Unfiltered, the subscription site, gh2unfiltered.com. Medicare ABCs, the full versions coming out in webinar form on October 2nd, 2 p.m. Eastern. Only subscribers are going to be allowed in. I'm not going to be releasing it into the public. 
Subscribers to GH2 Unfiltered get access so that even if they can't join on October 2nd, which is a Saturday at 2 p.m., you'll be able to have access for future reference. Thanks for watching.